I think, well, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who would you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up to How much coffee did you drink before the show? Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. Welcome in to Corso and Catone this 26th day of January 2021. And I'm joined as always by Mark Catone and your calls, 855 313 PATS, 855 313 7287. And we're also joined by our longtime producer and director, Joe Guaneri, who has us up on YouTube live right now with the chat open. Chat in, call in. We want to hear from you. We have a lot of things uh, to discuss tonight. And uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. I want you to yell at Mark a little bit. Tell him how wrong he is about everything. Um, Mark, listen, it's, uh, you know, it's it's football season. I mean, it, it's Super Bowl time, actually. You know, we, we got through the championship games and I know we want to talk about those and some surprises. I mean, yeah, I think there were some surprises over the weekend and some things we really need to talk about. But Mark, what were your impressions? You know, we're going to get into that Kansas City Buffalo game first, but Overall, what were your impressions? Aaron Rodgers can't win a big game. That's that's I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I know he's going to be the MVP, and everybody talks about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I, he can't win a big game, Chris. No, he he really can't. And I, you know, I, I the one his thing, last fi- his last fifteen playoff games, Chris, he's seven and eight. The one thing about him, though, that I. The one thing about him that, that I can't understand, okay, is he, he does a lot of complaining within his own organization, right? I mean, he complains about a lot about that, the coach, and, you know, people are going to talk about that decision and, uh, and so on. But when it comes time for him to actually get the job done, he just doesn't, he just can't seem to do it. And I know we wanted to talk about Kansas City Buffalo first, but yeah, that was my also my impression of the game too. But Mark, before before we get into that game, because we got a lot to talk about with Brady tonight. I mean, it's just it is what I think it is. We got but, a li- just a little bit, just, just, just a little, little bit. bit. I mean, you know, New, I think New England fans are out there. You know, they're just uh, we'll we'll talk about that. But listen, Kansas City, Buffalo. Um, anything in this game surprise you at all? Not really. I mean, I, I've been telling you, Chris, since September that I thought Kansas City was like the, you know, like the old San Francisco teams, those old Dallas teams, uh, you know, when they had Aikman and those guys and, and you know, the Patriots from the early 2000s where they just hit the switch. And once you hit that switch, that's it. Right. And and I just I just thought they were going through the motions in the regular season because it's tough to get motivated for 16 games. But when the playoffs came, they hit the switch and Sunday night, they were down nine, nothing. They hit the switch. And, you know, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, Mahomes is just, you know, when you watch, when you watch him play and, 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 and what he's doing out there and I'm starting to see him because you, you can see the maturation of him, you know, yes. I mean, he, when, you know, before he, he relied a lot on his athleticism. You know, so he's he's moving around. He's he's out there. He's throwing sidearm. Now it seems to be that he's reading these defenses. You know, he's pulling guys in motion, and you know, even even your dog Toby, even the dog like Chris. Every time we every right. time we're on, he's on. He's got to put his two cents <laughs> in that dog. He does. So no, but honestly, I can see him. I can see him uh, or, with that offense, and he's. Again, I'll I, the one. There was one play in the game where I saw him 
he pulled the receiver in motion, push him, put him, put him back. Now, for those of you who don't understand, I mean, quarterbacks will do that um, to determine, is it man coverage? Is it zone coverage? Can they get anything from that motion that tells them, you know, this is what, this is what I'm seeing pre-snap, you know, from the defense. And I, and I don't, you don't usually see him doing that, but he was doing that in this game at least. And I saw him also talking on the sidelines with Andy Reed and Biennemi and, and talking to them about, you know, what he's seeing out there and some of the different things. So I think he's maturing in that regard. And Mark, I, listen, if that's the case, I, I mean, I don't know where the league goes from there. Chris, he's definitely maturing because like you said, you don't see him force that ball anymore. He throws the ball out of bounds rather than making a, a, a throw that's a suspect throw that gets picked. He's now learning to throw the ball out of bounds too. So, so if, if he is making that next step, God God bless the rest of the league. Let me tell you something. At least until those guys stay, as long as those guys stay with him. As you know, in this day and age, you can only keep these teams together for so long, right? Who wants money? Who's, who's Who cracks up? Who does whatever, right? So it, but he has a window of time with these guys. And as long as he keeps doing this, I, God knows how many they can win. Well, and, and and I feel like he's resurrected. I know everybody talked about Kelsey and he's one of the best, he's one of the best tight ends. And we, we, I don't like, like, I know he's, well, your I, know, favorite. I know your, I know your feelings on Kelsey. I can't stand him. I can't. He's just a punk. That's all he is, is a punk. But you know what? Um, he, he sort of resurrected him because Kelsey was getting to the point where couldn't take a hit. You know, he, 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 I'm sorry. I still, he's soft in my book. You know, he can't take it. He's not, he's not Gronk. He's not that type of tight end. That's just going to pound and pound and pound. You know, he gets up and he celebrates as if he is, you know, but they certainly not that, but Mahomes, he, he, he makes that guy so much better. You know, he'll, he, you see Mahomes rolling out to his right, even in the left. Sometimes he just throws back across and, and sometimes, and, and that's where Kelsey's just living. He's living in the between in between those zones. He's sitting down in those crossing, those crossers. And and if you if you and you have because you have to play cover two against that team. You got to put two safeties deep because you can't deal with those that speed crossing a going across the field, you know, with Hill and all those guys. So Kelsey's living in that middle zone there. And and Mahomes is rolling out and just throwing across his body and finding him every time, Mark. So it's, imp well, it's you, almost impossible see, to cover the tight end. Did you see Hill point. almost outrun the entire Buffalo team on that one play? He cut across the field, and he ended up – they pushed him out. I think they got him out of bounds at the five-yard line. He cut, He went from – he cut across one end of the field, cut back to the other end of the – it, it was ridiculous. He, he's so – he Chris, he's so fast. It's it's insane how fast he is. He is. And, and, and he, he definitely is. And – Unless, and we're going to, you know, I mean, Belichick's getting crucified right now, you know? And, I mean, and he should just, get crucified. Yeah, he is. And, but the one thing I can say about Belichick is he comes, he had a, that, that guy comes up with a scheme to stop that team. He understands how to stop that team. And I think the Patriots were built to stop that team with a good secondary, with good corner play, good safety play, and just a lot of them on the field at once. And bringing that zero look where he brings everybody to the line of scrimmage, drops a safety back, and the two corners are playing that bail technique where they're just running out, running with them. And so, I mean, but unless you have the personnel to do that, 
that's the only way you can slow it. I mean, let's not forget, it was sick. When, we, when New England played Kansas City this season, as bad as they were and as nothing, as little as they had at the, on the offense at the tight end position was invisible. And, and for that particular game, Newton didn't even play. He had no quarterback. You know, he started with Hoyer, ended with Stidham, and it was 6-3 to three at the end of the third quarter. That tells me is that defense is clearly designed to stop that. But if, like, Buffalo doesn't have that, uh, you know, Tennessee doesn't have that. I mean, Chris, what did you think? What did you think of Allen's performance? And since we're critiquing that that particular game, what do you think of Allen's performance? Sunday, you know, Sunday? for for all for all the for all the accolades he gets, you know, and 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 you hear that, you know, you hear that from the commentator, even like Tony Romo's talking about that in the broadcast and and you know in the pregame show. Uh, some of these guys. In fact, I was listening on the other pregame show, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Brad, but Terry Bradshaw, Brad- was, Bradshaw was drooling on himself. <laughs> right, I love Bradshaw. Yeah, but Terry, you know, but some of these guys are, are anointing this Allen as if he's, you know, the second coming of Brady. And listen, I, I didn't see it in this game. Please, please. I didn't see it. Well, I mean, Mark, what are your impressions? Listen, I, I've been telling you that I don't, I'm not impressed with Buffalo. I think Allen's overrated. I've been telling you that all year. They should have lost to Indianapolis. The kicker left what eight, nine, ten points on the nine points on the board. Eight, seven, six, six to nine points on the board that six game. Six points, I think. Six yeah. points. I mean, the, the, Indianapolis and in, in, in Rivers missed guys wide open. He underthrew them. He overthrew them. I mean, Indianapolis should have knocked them out. Bills Mafia in the first game. So. I'm not impressed with Buffalo. I'm going to be honest with you. I know they they won when they won 12, 13 games. I get it. But there's something about that team. They don't pass the eye test to me, Chris. I know they won a bunch of games. But I, I don't know what people were watching because whenever I watch them, yeah, I know they came up here and they kicked the living crap out of us in that last game. They came up here and played us. But, I, you know, I'm not impressed by that. They just don't pass the eye test to me. Yeah, listen, and, and, and you know, Kansas City – I mean, the defense has played better in the second half of the season, but that's typically a team that you can throw on, you can run on them. You, you, they can be had that defense, and they, they completely shut Diggs down. Chris, they scored thirty-eight points in three quarters. I think it was nine nothing, with maybe a minute to go in the first quarter, and and it, so Kansas City basically scored thirty-eight points in three quarters against that defense, yeah, and against that team. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, I'm t- when I'm talking about the Kansas City defense, and I'm saying oh, Kansas that, City, yeah, 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 I'm saying that, Mark, pay attention, Mark. We, I mean, you know, we're we're, we're live, Mark. We're Listen, live. Listen, I we're understand here. you're talking about the Kansas City defense, <laughs> but I'm talking about the Buffalo defense. Listen, oh. I'm going to tell you what's helped Kansas City's defense, Chris, is Spagnola. Yeah, no, he he, he, he at least knows how to scheme. In, 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 in for, for, for teams. Well, like, he'll come you, up with a scheme. He, he's the original schemer to stop Brady. He came up with the original blueprint. Yeah, well, they took away Diggs. They did and take man, away Diggs. boy, was he, was he frustrated on that sideline. My they God, did. he, he you know, he was talking and Allen, you know, I saw Allen go over to him and, you know, put his hand on his helmet, try to talk to him. But that that guy was frustrated as hell in that game. And, and they, they, you know, the secondary did a good job against him. But, but Mark, to your, to your point, and... I mean, we found out later that uh, Beasley was playing on a, a, what, have a broken you know, leg bro- a broken leg or something like that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a la Edelman style, uh, you yeah. know, which, by the way, anytime Beasley's brought up, Mark, Mark loses his mind a little bit over something like that, right? Please, Chris, he should have been up. Listen, you know how many guys we've passed on? We passed because, you know why? Because we wanted to take your buddy, Nikhil Harry, in the first round. That's yeah. bum. 
you know, I tell you what, we've done with and, and with the Pats Nation, we've done 16 post game shows, okay? And I don't think I don't think my I don't think I think Nikhil Harry's been brought up every single week for 16 weeks. You know, Mock likes him so much. You know, Mock, I think you actually like him as a player. You know, you bring Listen, him up. But no, in all honesty, Diggs was frustrated. I mean, no, he, he just was. was. He so was the, frustrated. So their secondary played well. But Mock, other than Beasley, you know, what does Buffalo have? What do they scare you with? Can they run the ball? I mean, what, you know, the tight end knocks. I mean, he's he's okay. He's okay. But okay. it's not are they are they the type of team that's going to be able to sustain something and be able to get to the top and win? And no, because they're one of they're one of those like they're that. one of those teams, Chris, that you look at you look back at this last game that they just played, and Spagnola probably gave you the blueprint on what you do against Diggs. So now next year, you know it's a copycat league. Everybody in the offseason, every defensive coordinator is going to pull up the game tape from the Kansas City game and say, okay, what did they do differently to stop Diggs because nobody else seemed to stop them? And that's what they're going to do. And now Buffalo's going to have to change their game plan with Diggs because Diggs ain't going to do what he did this year. Well, I mean. Then what happens? Because like you said, even Beasley. Beasley's going to be another year older. I think Beasley gave them the two couple of years that they he thought he they thought he was going to give you, but now Beasley's no kid. What's he thirty four now? Thirty three? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you they forget the days of in Dallas over there. Yeah. You yeah. know that that he played you know? quite a few years. You know, and and that's that Edelman syndrome. I mean, you 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 hit a wall after when you're a player like Beasley, Edelman, yeah. Welker in the past, guys like this that yeah. take a beating over the middle. I mean, and they do. I mean, they take a beating. I mean, they try to protect themselves a little bit and get under the get under the tackle. But for the most part, those guys get beat up. And so, you know, he's he's probably only got, like you say, a couple, you know, two two years of of quality f- football left in him. So, when Buffalo comes back now next year, unless they improve their running game and their tight end position, I mean, they come back with the same thing. How much better is Allen going to actually be? And they're you know, not a played, they're not a power runner. Played team, really, right? really well, and and you know he played really, really well um, this season. He did. I mean, he, he, you know, they had like mock. They got to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. But I think that did. Patriots fans can be encouraged a bit in that. I think I think that's a team you can catch. That team. You make you a few little uh, some adjustments on the major adjustments. Come on, Chris. That's in the Patriots or another segment. Let's go. Let's <laughs> okay. let's stick with the topic. Okay. So again. You know, Buffalo, but but as it kicks back to Kansas City, yeah. I mean, I you know, that team is Mock's been saying it all season long, flip the switch and and here we go. And so now, you know, and, and we're not gonna pre-listen, we we'll preview, we're gonna preview the Super Bowl next week. We're not gonna do that. We we got we have we have a whole week to get ready for that. You know, we have the Chris, they didn't, have, they didn't invite. Did you get your invitation to Radio Row yet? I didn't get nothing yet. We're going. We should. You know, we we. You know, it, it it would be it would be a travesty if we're not sitting on that and sitting in there. But you know, I'd rather be at the draft. You know, honestly, I know. I'd rather I know. be. At well, the we're going to be at the draft in they're Vegas. Not, they're not going to invite us unless New England's in it. But anyway, oh. um, but so that's you know that's the deal with Kansas City. Kansas as Mahomes goes, that Mahomes goes, that team's yeah. going to go. I mean, and that's the way it's going to be. And they, they, and they do, they are, they are able to flip a switch, I think, and win like that. Now, moving to the other game. Okay. So, which is, you know, which, listen, because I know that you, I know that you thought Green Bay would win this game, right? Listen, 
I told you all year, Chris, I told you back in October, he was going to take Tampa on a run. I kept telling you, Brady's taking him on a run. You thought I was crazy. Then, for some reason, Saturday night, I got this crazy idea in my head that Green Bay was going to win the game. Why I thought that, I don't know. After all year, I said Tampa was going to go on a run. I got a crazy idea that Aaron Rodgers was going to win that game. What I was thinking, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, listen, the Green Bay does what they do. And it's it's sort of like New Orleans, too. Yeah. I mean, they get in these big games and they just can't they can't get over the top. Now, when you break the when you break the game down and you look at you look at the skill level on both sides of the ball, you know, Tampa on offense has just got a lot more weapons than Green Bay does. So I'm not giving Rodgers a pass. I mean, you know, he had every opportunity to come back. I and mean, people are bitching and complaining about about the you know, go kicking the field goal to put, make it a five point game. I, I and I believe it made it a five point game at that point. Um, when they basically had four timeouts, you know, they had the three plus the two minute warning. I don't blame the coach for kicking the I mean, people say, why, why wouldn't you put it in Rogers' hands a fourth and goal from the eight yard line? Why? Because in three previous plays, he wasn't able to put it in. That's why. Chris, on the play before, though, if you look at the video, if you look at the tape, if he scrambles to the right, he probably, probably somebody's he coming open. He absolutely, but it's not even somebody's oh, coming yeah. open. He, yeah, he yeah. absolutely gets inside on that play. It might, might have been the second down call. I don't know if it was third. It might have been second down. He can probably run the ball inside the five. He might get to the goal line, scrambling out of the pocket. There's to right nobody side. to the right side of the field. Nobody. Yeah. And he, he forced the ball. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, because in lock, even if, because, you know, if he did, if he did continue to his right and go for that pylon, you know, he would have thrown, he would have given a little pump, a little fake, and he would, that, that linebacker would have been frozen. Froze. He would have frozen. You know, so froze. either he gets in or he gets to the two one yard line. Now it's a, it's a hell, I mean, it's a lot easier decision. Yeah. It's a much easier decision for the coach when you're fourth and goal at the two yard line than from the versus eight. at the eight. Yeah. So, so, and, and I think you heard the post game for Rogers. What, what did he have to say? Well, he disagreed with the call. He kind of threw the coach under the bus, which like you said, Chris, you don't do that. I mean, you know, you just don't he do does it. that you often. Say, yeah. You he just does don't that. do it. You know, he does that he, a lot. That was the, you know, that was that, that was the call. And we went, we went with it and we didn't do enough today to win the game. That's all he's got to say. We didn't do enough to win today. You want to throw the coach under the bus for that call. Yeah. The I, guy mean, I would throw under the bus is a defensive coordinator. Because I know, Chris, as a defensive back, what was that at the end of the first half? What was that? Look, uh, that's that kind of thing drives me nuts. Okay, that drives me nuts. And by the way, we'll talk about the cartoon character in a couple in a minute. In uh, in, in, in a minute, I make this one. I make the, after I make this point. You you have you have what was there? Two seconds, eight seconds, four seconds, seven seconds, seven seconds. I okay. think seven or eight seconds, Chris. Yeah. So is left in that half and. No timeouts, by the way. So you're trying, I understand you're trying to protect, you're trying to protect them, protect from getting a first down uh, for getting uh, into field goal range. Right. So you want to protect the edges. That's what you want to protect. You want to protect the ball from going to the outside, you know, a short pass and he gets out of bounds and then they can kick the field goal. Fine. So I get the mindset of green Bay at that point is to prevent that situation from happening. Fuck. This corner was playing an inside technique. He's playing an inside technique on 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 that wide on that guy. Are you are you kidding me right now? I mean, I look that you're right. That off that defensive coordinator, I, 
in Green Bay right now, if that if he's not getting lambasted, I don't understand it. And that coach. So if you want to criticize the coaching staff, criticize him for that nonsense versus the fourth and fourth and goal from the eight. That's on most that that fourth and goal from the eight is more on Rodgers than anybody else. He can throw his coach under the bus all he wants. Cake off and run. Do what do what you know. You've been playing for how many how many years? Rodgers been playing thirteen years or whatever it is, yeah. and you don't know enough to get to that pylon. That's ridiculous. Okay, but that. That play at the end of the half, yeah, you're right. Green Bay should be ashamed of themselves. And at that point, you knew this is what well, was going to well, happen. Chris, that made it 21-10. Right, exactly. And so moving to the other team, and when we come back from break, Joe's in my ear telling me we got to get to break. and you know, But when we come back, we're going to break down Tampa Bay and how they did, okay? And we're going to talk about Mr. Brady after this message from Corso Law Group, more Corso and Catone after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Welcome back into Corso and Catone. And Mark, listen, you know, on that front side, we were talking about the Green Bay Tampa game. And uh, look, let's talk about Mr. Brady right now. Okay. Because I, first of all, the, 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 the takeaway I, from that game is just what you've been saying all season long. Uh, you know, Brady's running that ship. If if there was no, uh, he it's said it. Two character admitted it. He he didn't he didn't make the call to come back out and on that the end that last play of the first half. He was kicking a field goal. Yeah, he said, that he, was all Brady. I didn't call that. I didn't call that. Yeah, he is a cartoon. He's a cartoon that character. Cartoon character with the face shield. He looks like he come out of a Marvel comic book. What he looks like is Darth Vader. He's got he's got that thing on his chest with all those wires and buttons. I don't know what the hell he is. I don't know what the hell he is. For those of you who don't know by now, we're talking about Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, because we got. I feel like I have to introduce who he is because nobody knows it. Because Brady's and 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 Lefowich, who's the who's the OC over there, he's he's nowhere to be found. I mean, that guy should be that guy should have a clipboard with a notebook taking notes because Brady completely ran that situation that that whole game I and mean, look even the week before you know he was pissed off at Lefowitz for calling that timeout when the play clock was getting down he said I got this you know I got my this. only my only thing is this and I know we're going to get into break down the Tampa side of the game in a minute my only thing is this and, and maybe it don't matter and if it doesn't matter then I think it makes Belichick look worse eventually do you not think there's going to have to be a decision where you really do need coaching. It, it, Brady can take you so far, but Jesus, you don't think you're going to go to the sidelines at some point and take a look at one of them and say, well, what do you think? And and, and they give you some kind of input. I, I mean, maybe Not it happens him. against Kansas City. I don't know. Not him. To me, to me, to me, Brady is running the offense and Bowles is – because I think Bowles is a fantastic defensive coordinator. I really do. You know, he's not a good head coach. As yeah. as many coordinators are, uh, you know, can't make yeah, it as a head yeah, coach. They can't make it as a coach, like but Matt I, Patricia. Yeah, well, 
Who's back in New England now? Okay, Matt Patricia's back in New back in New England. That, oh, you know, that bend don't break defense. We'll go, but we're about to see again. You Here know, come go. back. But anyway, so no, you're right, Chris. So he don't need he he's coaching the team offensively yeah, I, without question. So and, and and now a lot of people are saying, look, Brady had a poor Brady. You know, Brady had an uneven game. I mean, he threw three touchdowns. He threw three interceptions in this game. So the second half of the game obviously wasn't as good as the first half. And some of those throws. You know, they were on him. I mean, he sailed the ball a couple of times and a couple of times they got picked. So, yeah, that was definitely on him. I didn't see pressure on those plays. I didn't see a lot, a ton of pressure on him that he sailed the ball high that way. Um, now, again, I'm not the only that- the only one that was a little iffy, Chris, was the one to near the end zone. Like, I think they were in, in getting close to the red zone and he, it was a little high, but I thought Evan should have came down with the ball. He was cutting over the middle. Yeah. That's a guy, that's a guy in Tampa that, you know, not to, not to change, but that's a guy in Tampa. I feel he never seemed to look happy all season. Long, no, and right? he had a good year, but he didn't seem to be happy. You're right. You know, and, and especially when they brought Brown on the team, you know, it, 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 that had to upset him. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Chris, they better hope Brown's healthy away. because you better hope they better hope Brown's healthy because they're going to need Brown in the Super Bowl. No, I think so too, because you know, and 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 don't don't do what you're doing right now, Mark. Don't break down that game. I'm yet. not breaking down the game. I because if you're gonna do that, down. if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna make you give a, give you a pick right now. No, I can't give my pick. Right. I can't give my pick. So, but no. So, so no, the Bra- second Bra- half of the game was a little uneven. You're no, right. but still, it, it, I I still say that he controlled it. He you know as he only he can do, you know. And we've look, we've gotten on him all season long. Um, you know, Chris, we do thought. You know, do you know I was looking at a stat that in the regular season, when he's thrown three interceptions or more, Brady is, was is zero for nine in his career. In the playoffs, when he's thrown or Super Bowl, but in the playoffs, when he's thrown three interceptions or more, he's three and one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. In the playoffs, he goes to a different zone, Chris. He, he's three and one in the playoffs when he throws three interceptions. Regular season, he hasn't won Listen, a game. Look. The playoffs is something different with him. He's just he just flipped. He talking about flipping a switch. Listen, I, I I'm I'm gonna give. I want to I want to give the Tampa defense credit too. Okay, yeah. I mean they yeah. played well. Now, they over did. the last three to four weeks, they've stepped up. They yeah. played really well. They their linebackers, Chris, are playing really. Their linebackers and their front yeah. seven is playing excellent. The front seven. I still think Chris Derrick Achilles' heel is the secondary. Well, Pierre Paul has been getting pressure on the quarterback. He's been yeah, getting Paul, in on them. Yeah, Paul and, looks like he looks like he drank from the fountain of youth. He does. He does. And, and and so it's sort of like we're in, in uh, 2018 when New England had that defense that they were okay all season long. And but in the, in the playoffs, strong. Van Noy, guys you didn't see, you know, Collins, these guys, boom, they stepped up and all of a sudden they couldn't, you couldn't move the ball on them. Tampa yeah. sort of seems that way. That, that defense and Bowles is doing a great job. Their pressure packages, you know, they're, they're being real creative with how they're putting pressure on the, on the other opposing quarterbacks, you mm-hmm. know, and, and just disrupting it enough to protect that secondary. Cause I agree with you. That is the Achilles heel. That defense is that secondary, but Rogers really, Rogers really, yeah. Rogers really couldn't. I mean, listen, they don't have the receivers wise. I think green Bay did a little bit with smoke and mirrors this year, because other than Devontae Adams, when you look at the rest of their receivers, they're no name receivers for green listen, Bay, but Mark, they did, but they put up points all year. You and I had no, there was nothing in us that said the Tampa is going to get to the, 
they're not going to get to the Super Bowl this year. They're going to have problems with the coaches. At some point, at some point, Brady's going to be. And listen, in this game, he was on the sideline with nobody around him. Normally, McDaniels would be with him. You'd see Belichick come in the huddle or do something. And I just don't know. By himself. And, Chris, I just don't know. If Mahomes, if if, and I'm not going to analyze the game, but if Kansas City hits the switch and starts rolling, and Brady's going to do something to keep up, can't help yourself, can you? Who on that, who on that sideline though is he? Gonna, I'm not going to analyze the game, but who on the sidelines you're going to go to? No, he, he doesn't have that. Nobody. He doesn't have that. He's got Darth Vader over there with the shield and the and the and the damn thing on his chest, pushing buttons, and then he's you know, and then he's got Lefowitz who's who who's yelling. He was who can't who's not allowed to call timeouts anymore because Brady. Got pissed off about that. And, Look, and Gronkowski's mind is total mush. You remember, do you know after the New Orleans game, he walked into the locker room and said, we're on to the AFC championship, boys. And the, one of the linebackers turned to him and said, Gronk, you're in the NFC. You're in he the said, NFC. Really? Yeah, he's, he's, he's you know, sanity way bye-bye to him a long, long time ago, that guy. <laughs> but you know what? Um, <sighs> so now... Getting back to because listen, we're 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 I'm we're, the real, else, we're the real Chris, deal New England feel, right? That's Chris, us. I'm gonna say make one other point again about that game and about Tampa, about the Green Bay game. Gee, Brady has incorporated just a little bit of New England in the last three or four games in that and in, into that team by incorporating, and I'm gonna use Gronkowski's line, playoff Larry. Leonard Fournette, he called them playoff Larry. He's not all of a sudden they're running the ball, Chris, like New England yeah. used to in the playoffs. Yeah. Now he's turning and running the ball. He ain't throwing as many passes downfield. Not only that, and but he's using Fournette like he used out of White. the backfield. Right out of the right. backfield. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. And they're throwing the ball more, you know, to to him. So again, Those, that has that you haven't seen that as part of their offense all year, Chris. Right. Again, he's run. He he just. There's nothing he hasn't seen before. So now here we, here we as we bring this back to New England, yep. okay, and, and because look, I don't think there's. I mean, we did a we did a segment all season long, Brady versus Belichick, and that was always spon sponsored by Studio Forty Two Designs in North Providence, Rhode Island. Um, we did this segment all season long, and you know, is it Brady? Chris, is it Belichick? you were ahead of the curve with that segment because now that's all anybody wants to talk about is Brady versus Belichick. Well, I'll tell you what. Is there any question now? How? Let me well, let me ask you a question, Mark. What the hell do you think's going on in the Belichick house right now? Well, the girlfriend, the girlfriend, or whatever she is, his wife, whatever she is, she got into it on Instagram with somebody. She was fighting last week with somebody after the green, uh, the New Orleans game about, you know, the fact that, you know, the lady said something about how did you let Brady go or something, and she she got into it with her and said, well, he didn't even score yesterday. Well, he actually did score. We quarterback sneaked it that day. And then she 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 made herself private on Instagram. So you don't think they're reading what's going on? This is eating him alive. Eating him alive. It has to be. It really, really, really. It, 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 it has to be because um, – how he look, he controls his team to a point where nobody can put that stuff out on his own. He nope. can't even control that in his own house, which means if she's putting that stuff out there right now, what the hell do you think he must be saying? He must be ranting all over the house right now, you know, about this because he looks terrible in all this. He looks all, I mean, he looks terrible. He let the guy get away. He's the guy who let the best football player, and I'm saying it now, okay, Tom Brady is the best football player to ever play. Not Jerry Rice. He surpassed Rice. Because well, Chris, I, for the I position, wait a minute, Mark, for yeah, the position yeah. he plays, okay, which is to me, 
If you're going to say that, if we've always said this, the toughest position in all of sports to play is quarterback. I don't think many people can argue that point. So if this guy is the best to ever do it by leaps and bounds, the best to ever play that position. I mean, he's, he's surpassed Montana, you know, anybody Manning, anybody you can put second. Okay. Johnny Unitas, whoever. Okay. So if you say that, you have to think that he's the best football player to ever play. And this guy let him go. He let him go. And look, look for, for this, for, to disclose, I mean, for all we, you know, we, we were in agreement with the fact, or at least I was, I'm not going to speak for Mark. I was in agreement to say, Hey, it's time to move on. We got to do something different. Um, you know, I get it. I get what they want to do, but that was that I qualify that by saying, I thought that, but I also thought they would do something about it. If you were going to do nothing, which is what they did. They did nothing to improve that position. You bring Cam Newton, and we thought Cam Newton would have a decent, a good year, and it started that way. But you bring Cam Newton in as 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 the replacement, as the bridge guy, or whatever you want to say, that's doing something about the quarterback position. So to me, if you were going to do nothing, which is what they did, then bring the guy back because Gronk would have come back. You know he wasn't going to leave $10 million on the table. He was coming back no matter what, Okay. And New England would have used him different. They would have gotten more out of that guy. Brown would have come back. You would have had more weapons, and New England would be in the playoffs again. They'd be sniffing around again at the AFC Championship game. So you let this guy go, and now, you know, you, you, now you're sitting there looking. You went, let him go. You will go seven and nine and look bad doing it. Mark, I've said it before. They were a seven and nine football team, but they look more like, you know, a four and 12 football team. Then a seven and nine. They had the feel of a four and twelve team. That's how bad they look to me. You know, I look at teams that were that 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 with that record, three and 13, 4 and twelve, and I put them right next to New England with as far as the talent level they got and and how they performed. So yeah, they were seven and nine. So I guess you could say well the coaching helps there, okay. But to get them to that seventh win, but man, yeah, it's got to be Brady. I mean, he wins this season. There's no question. He's making them look foolish, right? Yeah, he wins this season. I'm not going to say he won the battle yet, Chris. I will. I, he absolutely won this season, and he's making Belichick look like a complete fool for giving up on him. Um, you know, I mean, and we, you can tell it's bothering it, him. It has it, to be. What absolutely is, Chris? Because listen, he had no, no backup plan. How do you let him go if you got no backup plan? I mean, did they? Think, maybe they. Th everyone thought. Well, you know, maybe they, they. Everyone assumed he thought Stidham could do it. Listen. He didn't think Stidham could do it because down the stretch, he very easily could have started him over Newton and he wouldn't do it because they, you know, McDaniels even made the comment, well, we know what we got with Stidham, which means you got nothing. You have right. nothing. You have nothing. That's how bad Stidham was, that he couldn't even play over yeah. a guy that, that threw only eight, eight touchdowns all season long. That's how bad he's got to be. So the evaluation process, I mean, they've done nothing to replace him. And so now there are many people out there that are now questioning Belichick. Obviously, we've been questioning his player personnel decisions and his drafts. We've been doing that for four, three to four years. His drafts have been atrocious, They're you know, awful. leaving guys like Metcalf, leaving guys like Jefferson, A.J. Brown, you know, passing on, uh, you know, Samuel, all these receivers to take Nikhil Harry. You know, that's um, so, you know, Mark, and, and listen, I know that, and we, you know, we definitely want to get to get to the phones, Mark, yeah. but uh, finish yeah, your so, point, but finish so, your point, Mark. All right. I just, you know, it's even, even if you thought it was Stidham 
he still wasn't ready. You still should have brought Brady back for a couple of years. Stidham was a what was he a rookie? He he, he could have sat for a couple of more years behind Brady. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. And listen, we want to go, we want to go to the phones right now. I know we have um we have Mike over in uh Rhode Island. Mike, go ahead. You're on uh Corso and Catone. Yeah, this is George. I'm sorry, I must have got confused. This oh. is George calling from sorry. Albany. Joe Joe said Joe said this was Mike from Rhode Island. This is George from Joe, Albany. Go Joe, ahead. get with the program, <laughs> Joe. Go ahead, George. What do you got? Well, I just want to say, you know, I think if you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in, you know, if you think about what happened in 2002, uh, if it wasn't, you know, you think about when Gruden was, you know, he 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 got uh, he got traded right to the Buccaneers in 2002, and there's a lot of a lot of things that the Patriots had to do with this because if it wasn't for Belichick and Brady, if it wasn't for them calling that tuck rule in that game in New England, then Gruden would have never got to Tampa Bay, and and 11 months later they won their first Super Bowl. And so there's a lot of similarities with this team today because if you think about what happened with Brady, now fast-forwarding to 2020, 10 months later, you know, they're playing in a Super Bowl. So you got to thank the Patriots for a lot of the things that happens to, to, to the Buccaneers now, okay? I don't know what, what you guys are talking about, but I'm just saying – you know, it's got to be something that goes on the show because I think it's very important. I mean, 2002, 2020, there's two zeros and two twos. There's a lot of things that are happening that, you know, you you got to thank the Patriots for this stuff. And uh, that's all, you know, and I mean, there's a couple of other things I could throw up there, but just, just wanted you to debate that a little bit. Thank you, and 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 thank you for the call, George. Uh, Thanks, George. I, I'm not sure what uh, I'm not sure what George is uh, what he's doing up there in Albany. It must be real cold, you know. It's cold and snowy up there. <laughs> it must Let be me real tell cold you in Albany, and he's he's warming himself up with something going on. George is talking about things that happened. I think what a twenty is that? We're going on twenty years on that now, Mark. Twenty years. Yeah. That tuck, he's talking about the tuck rule. And uh, uh-huh. and all that. Uh, no, but we thank you, George, for the call. We we well, really I appreciate think, well, that. Well, I think George is making the you know he made the the correlation though that Tampa Bay is on the verge of their second Super Bowl, and he's saying they're going to thank New England for both of them. Gruden ends up there because of what we did to the ratings, and they're going to win maybe a second one because we gave him Brady. Yeah, no, I, I get I get what he's saying. I I understand, and and yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Because honestly, he was the only offer. It was really the only offer out there for Brady yeah, well, was, yeah, was. was Tampa, it you was. know? So, and then, yeah. So I guess, I guess in a sense, you know, if you want to bring it back around that way and say, you know, New England's responsible for Tampa Bay. Now, if they win it, you know, then, then you can, well, you know, George, we want to hear from you next week or two weeks from now. If, uh, if Tampa wins the game, I think George will be, uh, you know, Pretty happy up there in Albany, you know, having uh, keeping himself warm with whatever he's doing up there. So, George. but but yeah, listen, George is going to come on in two weeks if Tampa Bay wins it and tell me what kind of bourbon he's drinking up there. <laughs> right. So now, Mark Belichick, yeah, he looks he looks pretty bad right now. 
does it improve? Does he, well, well, I heard a lot of people asking the question, you know, now questioning his coaching ability. We've questioned his player personnel ability, um, his, his ability to draft over the last few years. Uh, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a product of, of some of the, the personnel. And, and we talked about uh, last week, they've lost at least four people in the, at the director level in the player personnel department. That's a big deal. I mean, you lose people at that level, New England, I'm talking about. That's a problem. Casario is now left, which I honestly think is as a is a is okay because now that. you get some fresh blood in there. But a lot of people are now questioning the coaching ability and saying, is this is Belichick the same coach as he was in Cleveland? I mean, Mark, what do you think? Well, Chris, you've brought this up a few different times during the course of the Pats Nation about the fact that this has become a specialty league. And you, you, Belichick preaches versatility and guys that can do everything and guys that can do all these different things, linebackers and safeties and all these different, and, and, you know, and guys that can move across the line of scrimmage as a defensive tackle, defensive end. And, and, you know, that's not what the league is anymore, Chris. It's a specialty league. You've brought this up numerous times during the season and Belichick's still stuck in that versatility mode. Because of that, is what this league has become beginning to pass him by? I think it's a question that needs to be debated. Is it? And it's not because he doesn't understand the X's and O's. Obviously, the man X's and O's wise, I still think is a genius. But the type of player he's he thinks works, has that passed him by in this league? Yeah, Mark, and 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 I we and I want to get to that, and we right after break, we're going to continue on with this, talk more a little more about Belichick and and this situation with him. Um, is he the same? I want to hear from you. 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. Want to, want to go to break, uh, check in with some of the our good friends over at Special Sauce Podcast. More Corso and Catone after this. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce? But you don't have anyone that's going to give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast. Back in with more Corso and Catone. Mark, on that front side, we were talking about Belichick. Is he the same guy as he was in Cleveland? Listen, he was a good coach in Cleveland. Everybody forgets about 1995 when that team, um, that team was on its way. I mean, they were on its way to the playoffs, and then and then the, the, the owner wanted to sell the team. He wanted to move the team over to Baltimore, and that just – cut yeah. the legs off of everybody in that on in, in that organization. Yeah, really. but I think I think Chris too a little bit though. I think he started I think if I remember correctly back to the to that time period, I think he lost the players a little bit for some reason in Cleveland. I think I, I think there know. was I, a little bit of Matt Patricia going on over there for some reason. I, and I don't I if I remember correctly, Chris, I think he did lose some of the players over there. Some of the even guys though were, the, even though they did have some success. He took some of the, the guys were upset. Some of the guys were upset when they when they let Kozar go. Yeah, 
You know, yeah, and I which, think he lost some players when he did that over there, which and, had and to they, be you know, done. You no, know, it absolutely had to be, had done. To be done. Absolutely. But, but Mark, when you fast forward to now, look, I don't, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a fair criticism. I don't think it's fair to say this guy doesn't know how to coach. This was all Tom Brady. Was had not Belichick and nothing to do with it. Look, if you look, I heard, I heard. Uh, well, we heard William McGinnis talking about this. Longtime Patriot um, is consider is in consideration. Um, but Mark, I mean, and yeah, we, we want to get to the phones. Uh, but Mark, make that McGinnis, point about what McGinnis, McGinnis had said. McGinnis, yeah. McGinnis thought that in 02, 03, 04, that time period, it was Belichick who, who who crafted those teams and molded those defenses. Brady had nothing to do. I mean, yeah, they, they beat the Rams, but it, that was Brady. That, that was Belichick. They don't beat the Rams, the, the greatest show on turf with, with, without what Belichick came up with on defense. And McGinnis made that point. So he said it was a combination of the two. Maybe Brady, the last couple of Super Bowls, had you know more of an influence because of what he was doing on the field. But... Want to go to the phones, Mark? Sorry, I mean, you know, the, all, all these, uh, all, all this, Joe, what's going on today, Joe? Joe, you sleep at the wheel right now. All the, all the sound <laughs> is missing, everything's gone. But we want to go to our little friend, our favorite, our favorite fan, of course, someone could tone little Olivia in uh, Scottsdale. Olivia, hi, welcome into Corso and Catone. Really, thank you, Olivia. We thank appreciate you, Olivia. the call, thank you. Yeah, and Olivia's right. Go Pats! Uh, everybody, we can't forget. You know, we can't forget that it is a, it is, a, it is a New England, it is a New England show. We're still big Patriots fans. Everybody's out there. Olivia reminds us all to stay. You know, let's let's just keep vigilant. We're gonna we're gonna make sure the Patriots get back. But Mark, getting back to Belichick, yeah. Look, I don't think it's fair. Okay, because if you look at the Super Bowls, if you look at the Patriots early success 2000 to 2001 to 2006 yeah. okay and before they brought in before they they went in came and got more stalworth welker and they loaded up but if you look at those super bowls and that run that they had you know brady brady, brady was, was good. a game brady was a game manager he was good but he, well, I mean, he was he, a game know, manager he was better than that but he was i mean he he came up with drives when they needed it a couple no, in did. denver a couple of times he in did. denver in the super bowls he did but that was very much a team that was a team effort. That was, you know, that they did that as a whole. And Belichick, look, he brought the he brought the guys in. His 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 drafts were pretty good back then. They had some guys that were they had holdovers from Parcells. Yeah, too. they did. But he did a phenomenal. He listen, the only the, the, you the, the game that you need to go to, in order to make this point, is the 2001 Super Bowl against the St. Louis Rams because. Mm -hmm. They, they they were the they were the Kansas City Chiefs before they were the Kansas City Chiefs. They were actually right. probably better, maybe the greatest show on turf. on turf. And, yeah. and the the Patriots made them look, you know, the Patriots they they made them look pedestrian. They punched them in the mouth over and over and over in, in that game. And and he went to that team and said, "Look, we're going to beat this team. The way we're going to beat this team is with the secondary. It lives and dies with you guys." He put a scheme together that nobody could do against Kurt Warner and company. So the point is, Chris, earlier in that year, when the Rams came to New England, the Rams never, ever thought when they looked at the Patriots record that they would ever see the Patriots again. And, and, and Vermeil, Vermeil made the mistake of saying, 
that was the most physical team we've ever, that was the most physical game we've ever played. We couldn't, we, we, we would, we couldn't walk the next week. Our guys, well, guess what? You had to play him again in the Super Bowl, and Belichick kept that in the back of his head, yeah. and he made it even more physical. Mox, Mox, your friend. No, Mox was the offensive coordinator. Emil was the coach, wasn't he? Yeah. No, he was he was gone he after retired. 2000. Yeah, and see then that? I'm Mox. losing my mind over there. Do I Mox. forget? Mark, you're getting old. This I'm is getting old, Chris. Jesus. Yeah. This is yeah. But the point is, point Belichick, is, Belichick made that game even more physical, yeah, Chris. I, I agree. I mean, you know, he made he pushed all the buttons. Let's not forget, Brady went out of that game in the AFC Championship game. He went out with an injury, and uh, Bledsoe came in through that touchdown to Pat in the back corner of the end zone. See, we remember, we remember. Okay, and Chris, I it was Be- and it was Belichick who stuck with. I'll Brady. remember for both of us. How's that? Okay, and it was Belichick, though, who stuck with Brady. The big question after that game was, well, do you stick with Drew? And he said, no, Tom gives us the best chance to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this is a guy that made a decision to go against uh, People forget. He's out there. That was a $100 million quarterback. Yeah. You know, or 10, whatever it was that he was getting. I mean, that was a uh, – Bloodshaw had just signed a ridiculous deal in this yeah. – in, in that and it was one yeah. of the highest ever. And, you know, he moved on from him. But, but, but look, people are going to come back to this Brady situation as long as Brady's playing. And I firmly believe. Listen, looking, Brady won round one. Without question, he won round one. And if well, he wins the Super Bowl, if he wins the Super Bowl, Chris, does Belichick have to win a Super Bowl now? Well, Otherwise, that, the discussion is over. Yeah, that's the other question I was going to ask you. Is it as bad if he is, is, is what the people are saying right now that Belichick looks like a fool and so on and so forth? Is it as bad if they if Brady loses the Super Bowl? If he doesn't win this, because some people will argue, okay, well, if Brady doesn't win the Super Bowl with Tampa and Kansas City wins this game, Belichick doesn't look as bad because he can't win that big. He, he's not going to get another ring. He can't get if he, he's not, because I don't think if he doesn't get a ring now with them, I don't think he's going to get it next year. So if he doesn't win this game, does that ease it up a little bit on the criticism of Belichick or does it, does it make a difference at this point? I think it helps a little bit, Chris. I think it eases it eases up a little. When I say a little bit, I mean minuscule because I still think it. Belichick looks real bad, Chris, because he basically said this guy. It was time to move on. The guy's like washed up, and now and all of a sudden he's got you in a Super Bowl, and they're only in the Super Bowl because of him for no other reason. Yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, you know, Brady. I mean, they said it too. Mark, when have you ever seen? When have you ever seen them hand a trophy to the owner? <laughs> And then the quarterback, completely the- bypassing the, the cartoon character. And well, that's what we're going to call Bra- him and now then Brady, on, the cartoon And then character. Brady turns around and says, well, let's bring up the coach. Right, yeah, let's get some other people up here, he said. Some other people me? up here. What do we, you know. And then the coach said, and then the coach comes up and says, you know, Tom made all this happen. He made us believe that we could do this. I mean, you know, it, look, that that's the bottom line there. I don't I, I think it I think it lessens the criticism just a little bit, like you say, if he loses the Super Bowl. But what I think the way where, where Folks, I think the, the predictions are next week. But I will give you a little hint. I don't right, think so you can't. I don't yourself. think I don't think Chris thinks he's going to lose. Well, here's <laughs> here's here's the thing. OK. What I think this did is and I think the ship has sailed on this. I think the damage is done, whether he wins or loses. This is if and and, and for, for his girlfriend, wife, whatever she is, Linda, I think her name is, for her to get on any Instagram tweets, I don't know about any of that, you know, FaceTime, whatever it was, she did. Okay. Yes, now you're showing your age. You don't even know what's Listen, going on. So with the for, social media. For her to do what she did, 
and he does you know him i mean he's he's batting down that button on the hatches button it up he's not letting any information out and that's coming out of his own house well, you so you can imagine what he must be like over there chris how you must be climbing how, the walls chris, pissed chris, off how about this how about you're the head coach well, who's he gonna be pissed at him but chris how about you're the head coach of new england patriots your president your whatever whatever title he's got he's got i don't know what he's got and it comes out today that bob Kraft calls tom brady yeah <laughs> To congratulate him. Congratulate him. I uh, listen, I, and that and and that's something we talked about right at, right after the game. Right after the game, we talked about the crafts and what they must be feeling right now too. Because you know, they, you, look for better or worse, you're the owner of that team. I mean, you you know, you can trump anything that Belichick does. I mean, that's who you are. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I mean, they in Bill we trust. I mean, they gave it to him. They they. I, I, think, I think I think. I think when it came to Garoppolo, I think the owner stepped in on that, in that situation. So I don't think he was going to do it again. So Chris, but Chris, so here's my question. If you stepped in when, when, with Garoppolo, okay. So in 2000, I guess 18, maybe, right. When Brady says, I'm going to play till I'm 45 years old. Yeah. As the owner of the team, do you not sit him down with Belichick and say, okay, he wants to play till he's 45. He shows no signs to me. Of, we, 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 we keep going to Super Bowls. How do we get keep him here that he's 45 years old? What needs to happen in order for him to be here until he's 45 and be successful? Kraft didn't do that. So so I, I don't want to let Kraft off I mean, the we don't either. think he did that. I mean, we don't think well, that they I sat mean, down. How, I mean, how, I can't imagine they did at some yeah, point. But, but so then why is he in Tampa Bay if they did? I, I don't know. You know, right? And then how about today, Brady's father? Brady's father gets on. Oh, uh, you know what? He's got a, he's always had a big mouth though. He's always father. had a big mouth, but he, he thanks everybody. He thanks the whole Kraft family, the gentleman, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't mention a word about Belichick, but then right. at the end of the, of the quote says, well, gee, he must be, he must be on the hot seat over there. Yeah. He, you know, he drops he, that in. you know what? They, they've, they've all been hanging around with Giselle too long over there. Is it Giselle, Giselle, whatever Giselle. they, they've been hanging out with her too long. They all got to, they all have bad attitudes as far as I'm but that's, concerned. that's my only thing with Kraft, Chris is how do you not, if you make the decision with Garoppolo, he Garoppolo's going and this guy's saying he's playing till he's 45. How do you not sit down and say, okay, how are you, how are we making him stay here until he's 45? What are we going to do boys? I he, mean, what does he want? 25 million. What does he need? How do we do it? And how do we make sure that we're competitive until he's 45? So that I don't get you. You make the move with Garoppolo, but then you don't, Go to the, you don't do the next step, which is making sure Brady's here until he retires. So I, I don't get that. Yeah, that I, I mean, it, it, it clearly looks like a mistake now. That I, mean, I don't get. There were people that understood some of that at the time and said, "Well, look, you know, you're in uncharted waters right now. Right. Um, you know, you got a guy playing at 41 for whatever he was, 42 years old." Chris, how about what the current you, quote? Do you... do you have that current quote? What did current say about Ruth? I don't. Well, you know, is this okay? Is this as bad? Well, to finish the point, okay, to finish the point, it now looks like a mistake. I mean, a lot of people, if you want to play 2020 hindsight, you want to yeah. be that Monday morning quarterback, which everybody in New England is doing right now. And and and, and God bless the people that, that, that saw it from the beginning and saw that. But there were a lot of people that understood it, that understood what needed to happen with Garoppolo at the time because they did win another Super Bowl after that. But, yeah, if you weren't going to do anything at that position – that they did nothing in 2019 or 20, then how, you know, why not sign him then? What's the difference? What, you know, it doesn't look like he's got any stop, but yeah, no, the quote was this. And the question becomes this, 
is this move in New England of allowing Brady to go to Tampa, is this as bad as the Babe Ruth trade? Is this as bad as letting Babe Ruth go to the New York Yankees way back in, you know, forever ago? Is it as bad? Does it Trump? Does it is it does it surpass that as just as bad or just as bad? I mean, I say it's just as bad. You you got the greatest player in the history of the NFL, but Ruth, arguably, right? We're gonna say he's the greatest player in the history of baseball, right? Is, is that what one we're, of, we're saying? One, one of, of one of right? So yeah, so he's one of. So Brady, we think he's the goat, right? Not just the goat of quarterbacks, the goat of goats, right? Yeah. So how is it not in the same? category I, th- I think it's probably is i would granted, have to... it's not like he went to the, to, to the you know it's not like he went to the giants right that would have been really bad but but he, he still you let him go i would have to say this if he wins championships with the other team then it's as bad because right. i mean let's not forget what babe ruth did after he no, left the you're, no, you're right. how many you're championships right. did he win in new york no you're right you're you know right. it takes that to make it as bad I mean, everybody's everybody's lambasting Belichick right now because Brady's in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, if he loses the Super Bowl, if he doesn't win another championship and he doesn't get a seventh ring, that's not as bad as Ruth, because no. Ruth went right. on to make. I'll give you. I'll Yankees give you that. I'll to, give you to, that. To, to be one of the architects of what that team became, the New York Yankees, right? Yeah, I'll I give mean, you that. And, and you know, like what they say about the stadium, you know. Um, right, <laughs> that Ruth paid for the house that the house that Ruth house built. Ruth Bick. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, the house that Ruth bit. So yeah, I mean, I it, I think I think that remains to be seen. I don't think that question can be answered right now, but I think it will be able to be. Chris, answered I now. don't think that I don't think the Belichick Brady question has been answered yet. It's it's round one, and, and we agree Brady right. won round one. Obviously, he's going to he's playing he's playing in the Super Bowl, but 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 I don't think this story is over because Belichick's still coaching, obviously, and Brady's still playing. So what I, what what my what my point was going to be though about the about if he wins or loses is this and i think the ship has sailed on this already regardless belichick from what you're hearing and seeing and that he's no he's not happy with what's going on the fact that he's in it brady's in a super bowl again tells me that belichick's got to up the ante so new england fans you have to be happy as hell that camp is in this super bowl and even with toying with brady winning it because what what does that do now that forces Belichick to say, I got to spend all of that hundred million dollars. I better draft better. I better get to, I don't think, I don't think bringing Matt Patricia in is, 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 is leading in that direction, but I have to spend this money. I have to get us back. If he's that upset over what's going on, I would think he's going to do whatever it takes to get this team back, at least back into the playoffs, Mark. No. Yeah. Well, now they're saying, Chris, that they're going to cut the cap a little bit because of the because of financial restriction, financial stuff from from COVID that instead of having 100 million, you may have between 60 and 80 million, which is still going to put you one of the top five teams in the league for for, for cap space. Right. It's still going to be it's still going to be one of the highest, like you say, one of the highest teams. I think it's top three. So, So, Chris, listen, he has to he has to do something like he did in 07. For this team, the only problem is you don't have a quarterback. Well, in 07, you had a quarterback, and you that brings us to that. Yeah, look, I mean, the, you know, Tony Romo made the comment during the game. You know, he's he's talking about Pats will be. You know, he started talking about who are the teams in the AFC. You know, you got the you got Kansas City, obviously. You got Buffalo sniffing over there. You got t- uh, Tennessee. He made it a point to say the AFC the is Patriots loaded. He made still... it a point to say the AFC is loaded, but he thought that he said the Patriots will be back. 
Right. Now, so if you look at, they say, well, who's going to play quarterback for them? Because that's the first thing they need to solve. And we keep talking about it's the most important position in all of sports, right? So we need, they got to solve that position. Well, Stafford now, Matthew Stafford for, for Detroit has now said this week or the last couple of days that he wants out. He wants and out. And they mutually agreed. Detroit agreed that he's got, it's right. time to move on. That they're going to trade him. Now yep. I listened, I listened to, I listened to somebody, uh, one of the uh, radio guys over in Detroit and the team, which I think is, I, I think they're they're I don't know what they're on over there, but they're wanting to get, they're wanting to get a first round pick for him. Is he worth the first round because pick his age, Chris? They're arguing that, well, when Carson Palmer, you know, when Carson Palmer was traded, that was to Arizona, right? Um, that was that cuckoo clock Bidwell. Right. When he was traded, they got a first and a second for him. And he was a year, just a year younger than Stafford is right now. But to me, that was a bad trade that, you know, at the time that happened, he wasn't worth a first and a second. And I don't think Stafford's worth the first round pick. And you're not going to give the 15th pick. You're not going to give the 15th pick in the draft for Stafford. You're just not going to do that. You know, I, Belichick, I that Belichick is never giving up. But listen, you know, unless he shocks us, Belichick is never giving up a first round pick for Matthew no. Stafford. He'll offer a second. A two, a three that mm -hmm. I can see, because look, Matthew Stafford, he played for Detroit, <laughs> which you, that's a, that's an apology right there. Okay, well, Chris, for anything does, he does, hasn't does, been able does, to do. Does Patricia coming here, even if they're willing to do a second or a third, does Patricia coming here make Stafford say, "I'm not going there"? I don't know. I mean, the in the with the first year, in the first year, Patricia really ruffled a few feathers over there. You know, he had the the, the bad language and the, whatever went on there. But then in year two and three, and year two, he came back and it looked like he mended some of those fences. And again, he's not the head coach. You know, he's not the head coach. I mean, I think Stafford's looking for a place. I mean, personally, it's going to be working with McDaniels more than anybody else. Yeah. And personally, I feel like I feel like Indianapolis is probably the front runner for him. Yeah. I think it fits. I think he's a perfect fit there. And I think they're ready. I mean, Rivers, you know, if we watch Rivers play, he was, well, Rivers, he was yeah, one of the reasons they didn't beat Buffalo. Yeah, they should have you know? beat Buffalo. And so... You could see that happening. But look, Stafford's on the table. And I agree. Second round pick, a two and a three. Okay. Um, Stafford, Garoppolo. We've talked about Garoppolo many, many times. Well, Stafford we is also mentioned, Chris, in San Fran. He is. And if he goes to San Fran, then obviously you know that, Garoppolo's, uh, that Garoppolo's on the block at that point. And, 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 his, and, the, and the value goes down as far as what you need to give up, the capital to give up to get him. There's obviously Newton on the table. They're going to bring him back. Watson is a long shot. I don't see that happening at they all. They can't. They're not bringing Watson um, back. Chris, but, what about what about Aaron Rodgers? We got to get to the phones. But Mark, Aaron yeah, make Rogers. the Mark make the point about well, Aaron Rogers Rodgers. Makes the point. You know, everybody's you know everybody's uncertain next year in this team, and I, and I don't know what my positioning is here next year. I know we tried to um, clarify that statement on, on the Bill Coward show today, on uh, Coward and Heard today, but but. You know, we said, you know, I, I, they, I know they drafted a quarterback in the first round, so, so I don't know what my status is here, but, you know, I can't see Green Bay giving him up for, for cheap, uh, uh, you know, cheap either. No, Mark, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, they, they're never gonna, they're never gonna let him go. Uh, and I, and, and again, how, I don't know how long he's got left on that contract, right? I think he's got two years left. He's got two years left, but you know, the way he, the way he throws. The way he throws the coach under the bus, yeah, you know, I don't know if that's, a guy, I mean, I don't know if that's a guy Belichick wants. 
No, maybe, you know, I don't think he pulled that move in, in New England. I really don't. But here's the thing. I mean, I don't know. Has management had, had enough of, of Rogers act too? They may have Chris, but, but, but what is, what is he worth? So let's, what, what is it? What would it take to pry him out of there? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, they're going to want, I mean, they're going to run if they, if Detroit wants a first round pick for Stafford. So do you, would do you give up the 15 pick for Rogers? Let me ask you that. At this point, how many years? He's 36 he years old. He's going to be oh, 37, 36, going to be 37. With, does, he with give, the, does, with, he give, does he give you four years in New England? With New age? England's draft, with New England's draft, look, with New England's draft history, yeah, I'll give up the 15th pick for Rodgers because they draft terribly. And, Mark, we got to get to the – we need to go to the phones. We got Chad in Kansas, and I think Chad has a few things to say about our comments about the Carson Palmer deal. Go ahead, Chad. You're <laughs> go in. ahead, Here's Chad. Uh, hey guys, uh, well, first, I just want to uh, uh, give my condolences to you, Chris, for your loss. And just matter of you and your family know what I'm thinking about you over here. Thanks, Chad. Yeah, so, um, so go ahead, Chad. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals, uh, when they got Palmer, they only gave up a seventh round pick, and then they swapped uh, their first round pick with the Raiders. So they didn't really give up a first round pick, they just swapped it. Okay. I mean, my opinion, they got a steal there because he was. He's pretty productive here. Um, so along with that draft line, I, was, I know Belichick, from what I gather, and I haven't watched the NFL in about two years, he always, you know, accumulates picks, uh, you know, trades trades away, the, you know, the, the early picks for later picks. So if you think... Uh, so he could take guys from Rutgers, Chad, right? Year, what's that? So he could take guys from Rutgers, right, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it works. I mean, you can't argue with what he's done, but I just think you guys think he's going to do the opposite and maybe maybe do something unheard of for him and, and give up a bunch of picks to try to move up and get one of these quarterbacks. You know, Chad brings and Chad, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. Thank you for the to the, the kind words as well, Chad. Um, yeah, I mean, and and I listen. I think that uh, well, for those of you who don't know. Um, you know, on a serious note, Chris did lose his grandmother uh, this past week. So, so you know, I think we all have our condolences to Chris. But um, it's been a tough week, and, he, and he's doing this show with a heavy heart. And, um, you know, so and, – and you can see a picture of his grandmother and grandfather behind him there. So, um, you know, our condolences to you, Chris. Thank you, and thank you to everyone out there. We, we've had such a kind – a lot of uh, kind words and, and well wishes to myself and my family, and uh, we certainly – appreciate that but uh mark chad chad you know chad brings up a point about the swapping of the first round picks and that's so you so know that, yeah i didn't realize that so that, that i'm glad he brought that he clarified that for us yeah and, and and chad thank you he's always a good friend of the show uh we appreciate that but yeah i mean look um if they swap first round picks fine but i also thought that they gave up um i also thought they gave up another pick too but he talks about a seventh round pick the point is um is if Detroit's looking for a first round pick for Stafford, I don't think Stafford's at this stage of his career is worth the first round pick. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I just but don't the a team it. that can give that up and be okay doing it would be, would be Indianapolis because they would, you know, be. Indianapolis has, has the pieces. They have the tool, you know, they have, they're good at the running back spot. They're good at the offensive line. So they're good at the wide receiver spot and the tight end spot. And on defense, they really came on. No, so, they got they got some pieces on defense. They, they, they got some pieces. For Chris, a team you know, never answered hey, the question. Wanna... Would you give up on the fifteenth pick for Rogers? I told you. I answered it, Mark. You're not paying attention. Oh, again. you were answering the phone. <laughs> Come on, Chris. 
listen, um, I I would give it up with the way with the way they draft with the way New England has drafted. I would give it up, but yeah, that's tough at his age. That's really tough because do we? And then Chad asked the question also: Do we think who do we think is going to drop down? Uh, do we think that 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 some of these quarterbacks that are in the draft are going to drop to fifteen? And we have to get we have to get the break. We're long over to do that. Um, and so when we come back. I know it's been all NFL talk. I understand that. But, hey, you know what? It's Super Bowl time. It's NFL season. That's what we need to talk about. When we come back, we're going to talk about whether or not we think some of these college quarterbacks will drop down. And we will get into a little bit of Celtics talk. Uh, more Corso and Catone after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with Corso and Catone. And on the front side of that, Mark, we were talking about some of these quarterbacks that are coming out in the draft here. Obviously, you know, Lawrence is off the table, you know, but um, Fields, you know, some of these other guys, you know, from Florida, the South Dakota quarterback, can some of these guys drop the 15? Look, Todd McShay, who, you know, who's, who's, a, who's a draft guru, you know, I think he's taken over over there for, uh, for Kuiper, really Kuiper's, uh, you know, a little bit of weekend at Bernie's there with him. Right, Mark. But Chris thinks that the guy from Alabama is going to drop and we're going to draft him. I don't like him, but he, that's his prediction is we take, we take the kid from Alabama. Matt Jones. First round, Matt Jones. So, you know, Todd McShay has got fields dropping to 15. Nah, never in a million years. Not after that game against Clemson, Chris. I can't see that happening. I think no. I think he's got the quarterback from uh, South uh, is it Dakota, South Dakota, uh, yeah. going to um, going to Atlanta over. Well, fields. Interestingly enough, Chris, I think he's got San Fran taking a quarterback, too, which would open the door for Garoppolo. Well, yeah, but, the, you know, there's the kid from B. There's Wilson from BYU, too. And so I'm going to tell you who I like, Chris, and you want and, I, to and that's where they have Wilson. That is Wilson, right? From BYU. It's Wilson. That's it's where Wilson. They have Wilson going. They have Wilson. Wilson possibly going to San Francisco. Okay. Mark, Joe, get that name for me. Give me that quarterback's name from South Dakota. Why am I drawing a blank on that right now, Mark? But they have him going to Atlanta, which would, which would give the possibility of Matt Mac Ryan. Well, if it give the possibility of a Mac Jones or or a Fields dropping to fifteen, so you know you know who I like at quarterback. I'm going to tell you who I like, and and Steve Grogan. <laughs> yeah, Grogan the Morgan. Yeah, but still leads a lot of a lot of. Uh, he has a lot of uh, records in New England, even still. Well, right, Grogan the Morgan. Listen, um, but I like, and you'll get him in the second round, Chris. I like the kid from Florida, Trask, Kyle Trask. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. 
he's not a, he's not athletic like 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 uh, Fields or Lawrence. They run around a little bit. He's going to sit in the pocket, very similar to Brady. He knows how to move around in the pocket. He makes every single throw. He's smart. He can read defenses. You get a kid like Trask. He can sit for a couple of years. If you want to go, you if Grappolo gets pride out of there. Okay, Grappolo's only got two years left on that contract, two or three years. You bring Grappolo in for a few years, and the kid Trask is ready to go. As I the mean, bridge guy. As well, the look, bridge there's guy. A lot, look, there's a because lot. Because I'm going to tell you something, Chris. If if he ends up with the right coaching staff and the right team, this kid Trask, I'm telling you, is, is a ball player. If he ends up in New England, the kid's a ball player. Look, there are a lot of guys coming out, but you know how this goes. I mean, we, as you get closer and closer to the combine, which I'm not sure they even have. There is, there is no combine. There is no combine. So, so as you, but as you get closer and closer to this time of year, okay, all these, these, these quarterback names, you know, where, where there were maybe three to four. Now there are six. Oh, that always happens. But, you but know, this kid, this kid from Florida, Chris, I always thought would be a second round pick. And so he'll be there when we draft in the second round. Well, so there's him. You have Lawrence. You have Wilson. You have uh, Fields. The, the, and I can't think of that, Dan, that name. Is, the kid, the is it Lance? Dakota, is his Dakota. last name Lance? Lance. You I have Mac yeah. Jones. You know, these, these are six guys. And so if, you, if you're looking at those guys and there's six guys, Mark, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a good chance that one of these guys can drop. I'm I'm with you. I'm okay with them making a play for uh, because I I honestly think yeah, Trey Lance, the kid from the kid from North Dakota, because Joe's asleep at the switch today. I don't know what he's doing. So Trey Lance. So Trey Lance is another guy on that list, and everybody's high on him. He only, they only played one game this year. Yeah, I don't know, Chris, about him. You, I haven't seen enough tape on him. No. So you know, the, 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 but the point is, one of those guys may fall to New England. So now the question becomes, and you and I have been on this page for a long time, San Francisco, and I know we got to get to the Celtics, but San Francisco, to me, maybe prying, getting uh, Matt Ryan out of uh, out of Atlanta, rejoining Shanahan again as that bridge guy, moving on from Garoppolo, and then San Fran drafts a quarterback, okay, and takes one of these six guys. Maybe. Chris, I'm going to tell you something. I re- I'll be shocked. I honestly do not think Garoppolo is going to be back in San Francisco. And you know for a fact that Belichick will pounce if he can. He'll give up a second for him. He'll give him back. He'll give them back what they gave us. He'll give him a second, and which I wouldn't be surprised. Pick. Which is a better pick, and I wouldn't be surprised, Chris, if he throws Gilmore in because they're dying for corners because he wants to be able to say redeem himself and say, listen, I had a one year gap, but I told you who my guy was. This was my replacement plan. was Garoppolo. Yeah, now my plan. plan. Now my plan is in place. And Grappolo will take me to a Super Bowl. Well, well then, then, game, some, then game's on to see if he can do it. Then they better get some players. They better get some. You better go spend money better, in free they better agency. Sure up that, they better shore up that offensive line because this kid gets hurt constantly, Garoppolo. Be, well, they better go spend money in free agency because they need receivers. So, Chad, yeah, can, 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 can one of these guys fall to New England? I think so because as the conversation grows and keeps going, four quarterbacks become six, six quarterbacks. And don't be surprised if there's a seventh one thrown in, thrown in there too at some point. We're all, it's great. All I can tell you is this. If you're, if you're taking, okay, if you're taking a quarterback at 15, you know, you better be right or you're going to end up like these teams that have taken these quarterbacks, the Detroits, the Clevelands, you know, the Buffaloes, you know, uh, EJ Manuel, all these guys that take these quarterbacks year after year after year, and they just don't pan out in that range, in that eight to fifteen. Chris, now, I don't think that's. I don't think Belichick will do it. I think if I, I honestly don't think Belichick would. He won't take a quarterback at fifteen. That's a that's a that you're taking a chance on, Chris. 
Yeah. Okay. You so, know what he's going to do? He's going to take a defensive tackle or he's going to take a linebacker. Yeah. And so, and listen, and, and, and we got, and, and uh, Marcus uh, Relis types in specials from special sauce podcast. Uh, we always appreciate him uh, and, and the sponsorship that they do for our show, the support they give, but he types in Hey guys, you know, he loves the new intro. Can't wait. Um, can't wait to uh, see Tom terrific make history again. So he's got Marcus has got him winning that game. Marcus um, already made his prediction. Mark, he wants to know in our opinion um, in all of sports, you know, and this is a good segue to talk about the Celtics a little bit, but in all of sports, who are the top five players and all, you know, who are the top five athletes, players, how are we in all of sports he wants to put us on the spot right of now all time. Ask that of all time. And ask that question. I mean, it, you know, to me, you know, you look, you, if you're going to go through all the sports and, 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 and I think you got to throw soccer in there well, too. Chris, listen though, there's a difference between greatest players and greatest athletes. I think the greatest athlete, one of the great, the greatest athlete I've seen play a sport. This kid, LeBron James is a freak. Yeah. He's not the greatest basketball player of all the time. He's probably the greatest athlete to ever play the sport. He's a freak of nature, look, it, but he's not Jordan. He's not Kobe. And, and this is coming off the cuff. So, yeah. you know, I probably missing somebody, but if I'm looking at the top five guys and I go from five to one, yep. I would say, you know, you got to go way back. I mean, you're talking about players of all time history. I mean, Pele's got to be up there for soccer. Right. You got to have, you know, a guy like Thorpe as far as an athlete, a Jim Thorpe. I mean, you know, you're going Are back. Are we to talking the athletes now or players? Well, though, I mean, you know, players, athletes, Let's just say, let okay. Then we'll say players. Then I would have to say Bill Russell's on that list. Okay, Paley's on that list. Uh, I have to think Jordan's on that list. Brady. Probably Joe DiMaggio could you could be say scratching that list as well. Um, but Mark and I think this is the point he's probably trying to hint around to, yep. which is Brady. Is Tom Brady the best player? Not athlete, player in all sports in history, and I think he's making an argument for that. It's Brady or Jordan. I think he's making an argument for that. No, and I and he can make that argument. I think Chris, it's Brady or Jordan. If you think that that position is the toughest position in all sports, if you believe that that is, and I do, and he's the greatest that ever did it, guys went to fourteen championship games, which is double the next guy down. It's almost not even believable. Yeah, they're stupid numbers. Ten super, ten Super Bowls, Mark. There's stupid numbers. Who's ten? How do you go to ten? And you say these, they roll off our tongue. And the, Chris, like, do you know? Do you know who I got to give credit to? Three years ago, they he they I think when he won his a Super Bowl, they were talking about he's the goat. He's the goat. He's the greatest to ever do it. And they were talking about his legacy. In prime time, Dion said, "Listen, I ain't talking about his legacy because his body of work isn't done yet." And everybody looked at Dion like he was crazy. What are you talking about? He's 41 years old. He's like, the man's body of work's not done yet. Let's see what he finishes with. Dion knew he wasn't done at 41. Yeah. Yeah. He knew it. But, Mark, you know, we talk about athletes and, and – Chris, and, you know you what know, I'm going to throw out there? And then I know we want to segue into the Celtics. Time now. We're not going to get to a couple of things we wanted to talk Chris, about. Chris, I want to say this because I just, I just think people forget about what a freak he was and how he redefined the entire position for the NFL. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Was an absolute yeah, freak. I, yeah, was a freak. Absolutely. An absolute freak. You know, he, redefined, ask, he redefined the position forever. If you ask Bill Belichick who the best football player of all time is, he, he's, telling, he's telling you Lawrence Taylor. 
He said, there's nobody else. I mean, there's nobody else like him. Now, I, you know, I, I think when the dust settles, he's going to say Brady. No, I think he will too. But I think, but, but I think Taylor is, is, is he's, he's a, was a monster. Yeah. And we he just destroyed game plans. And listen, we got to get the break. Um, we, you know, we're not going to get to, we're not going to get to talk about the Celtics, some of baseball topics, but I, you know, next week we're going to get into the Celtics. We want to talk about where they rank. We want to talk about that Harden deal. That's now a couple, like about, about a week or two old. A week yeah, we or so are going to get into a little bit of baseball because spring training is coming. Yeah. And the New York Yankees traded to Boston. And one of the topics I want to get into next week is, you know, is the rivalry dead? Because, you know, when, when is when is when is New York trading to Boston, trading a player to Boston and they traded uh, out of Vino, the pitcher who you know had a, had a two two point, I think two point seven ERA for the last uh, two seasons. You know, so not a terrible pitcher or anything, but they traded him over to Boston for a play to be named later. When does that happen, Mark? We're going to get into that next week, too. But we want to uh, get the break right now, hear from our sponsors and uh, more Carson with Catone right after this. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce? But you don't have anyone that's gonna give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we wanna always talk about? And really, it's startup, it's finance and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast. Back in with more Corso and Catone and Mark on that on that front side. We started previewing next week's show, which is what we want to do now as we run short. Bob, I'll tell you what, Mark, the hour and a half really flew by here. And look, I know we talked a lot of football. That's it. But this is the time of season that we we're in. We only got one more week to talk about that's it next it, week. You know, well, two, and, more, two more weeks. We'll and, do next week and after the Super Bowl. That's and it. The, and there's know. a lot to talk about. I mean, hey, look, you know, it, 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 it's it's that time of year. And especially up here in New England, even though they're out of it, there's remnants of what's still going on and Tom Brady. And we're going to discuss that as well. So some of the things we're going to get into next week, we definitely want to talk about the Celtics next week because we need to talk about this James Harden deal because, I mean, you know, what I'm my understanding is 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 Boston was on the they, you know they were consideration, and I don't think they were going to have to give up Brown to do it, and so we're going to get into that. I want to get into that next week and some of the hot stove stuff topics and uh, is baseball dead? Something to look forward to next week because I think Mark has a lot to say on that. And we're going to talk a little Bruins. I see uh, Pasternak is getting ready to get back on the ice again for them, so those seasons are kicking off now. And uh, so we'll be talking a lot about that and whether or not COVID is going to really, really do a number on uh, on the NBA, because I think they're heading for a real problem over there. So we'll talk about that next week. And of course, we are going to preview the Super Bowl and we're going to do that next week. We're going to have our picks. We'll have our breakdowns of the game. We're going to talk about who's going to win that game and why. And I think uh, I think Mark already has his mind made up although he's not going to tell us and don't tell us mock. We don't want to hear it. Okay. We don't want to hear it, but, uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure the cartoon character will come up again next week, but mock some final thoughts for today. For my, well, Chris, I think I'm going to end it with the Patriots have a lot of work to do a lot of work to do to get where they want to be, especially after watching what Brady did this week. And I think as a Patriot fan, you realize how much work we have to do. Yeah. I, listen, I agree with that. That That's a takeaway. Um, 
my also my takeaway from from what I've seen over over the last week is again, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing we're seeing some things go on in sports. Um, some of these trades, some of the things that, that that teams are giving up, and some you know some of the attitudes that you're seeing, especially in basketball, things like that. Is it out of hand? I mean, it seems to be a little bit. It seems to be. We see we seem to be more worried now like Kyrie and guys like that, you seem to be a little more worried now about, you know, how do they gel with your team? What's their personality like? You know, this guy, this guy disappeared for two, for a week and a half to whatever, how many games he, he missed. And now you're starting, is the landscape of, of sports changed in that regard where you're more worried about the personality than you're worried about the play on the court field, you know, uh, diamond, whatever it is. Um, and so that's my takeaway from what's been going on the last couple of weeks. But in, but in football, Mark, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Kansas City's awfully tough. They are a tough team to beat. You know, you're right. I mean, they, they can flip that switch and they can just put points on the board quickly. So keeping the ball away from them, that's I'm, – I'm real excited. That's what I'll tell you this. I'm real excited about this Super Bowl, even though New England's not in it. I'm very, very excited. I'll tell you what, Chris, for, for the, the, considering it's a Super Bowl and the England's not in, you and I, we barely watch. It kills us to watch the games when the England's not in it. We're going to watch it this next week, that's Absolutely. for sure. So some people to thank, Mark. Uh, we want to thank, you know, the people over at uh, – the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Marcus Aurelius, look, log on. They're smart. They know what they're doing. They're a lot more intelligent than Mark and I, and I don't think you and I ever – you know, going to be able to figure out how to use their service. You know, it takes finances, Mark. It takes finances to get that done. But we want to thank the people over at JAG Media Productions, uh, Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm. Allow us to be your voice. Want to thank the good people over at Studio 42 Designs in North Providence, Rhode Island. Log on, see Marianne. They do fantastic work. Uh, and Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading private home and security firm. And we also, of course, want to thank, although Joe, I don't know, tonight, I don't know, Joe. Joe was a little off tonight. But we want to thank our longtime producer and director, Joe, Joe, Joe Guineri. Honestly, I'm in a new location, a different location tonight. No, Joe did, did a great job tonight. Did a great job show. making this thing happen. So we always thank him. Chris, one and, thing for next week I'm going to throw out there, too. Besides our predictions, for our fans, I'm going to tell you why the New England Patriots lost the Hill 7 Super Bowl. So... A lot to tune into next week. Join us next Tuesday. We will be live at 7 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time, 7 p.m. Join us for more Corso and Catone. For Mark Catone, I'm Chris Corso. So long, everyone.